take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from disappointing Discord D-Beat to nip-noppy nipple-nagging newgrass. That was terrifying to read. <laughs> a very a very thin line of me fucking up and saying something horrendous. Uh, so thank God that didn't happen. My name is Phil. With me is Frank and Sam. Why are you acting like we couldn't have just done as many takes as possible? Because to, I could have just the... done it as many times as possible. Yeah. Plus, fucking <sighs> Tom doesn't edit. Anyway, uh, we're here to talk to you about all of the metal and hardcore and all the other fun shit we found on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, Mike is not with us today. Mike is not with us today. That is no. true. He is, uh, I ain't even gonna shit talk him. He's on his honeymoon. Congrats, buddy. Damn it. I was gonna say, yeah. I was gonna say he's jerking <laughs> off in the Redwood Forest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could be. That's I mean, still we, a possibility. We, we, That's a big fucking I mean, tree right there. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying I don't entirely know what they're doing for their honeymoon, so that could very well be what they're doing. Just like a very, a very close, intimate, sensual jerk-off session in the Redwood Forest for a honeymoon. There are worse things you could do. Yeah. That just made it feel weird. It was <laughs> too descriptive. Yeah, you creep. Shut the fuck up, bitch. All right. So Mike's obviously not starting things off today. So that means that Phil. That'll be me. <sighs> Somehow I beat you guys, even though I was doing this. <laughs> yeah, when, when, was, when was the last time this even happened? It's been a while. Uh, yeah, probably. Been around. Oh, Jesus. All right. Tom, roll it. Set me 
You know I'd start out with some shit to open that pit up, man. Jesus Christ. Whew. Got my got my heart going. Tom, things are going to get broken in your room. It's going to happen one of these days. <laughs> anyway, that was uh that was the track Free to Fail off of the New Gods Free to Fail EP by Ironborn out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm hoping for a split with Iron Price. Hmm. Yeah, we'll just get all of the irons on there. <laughs> yeah. Whole... I mean, I mean, we you could call it the up the iron split, but I'm pretty sure that Iron Maiden copyrighted that phrase. Yeah, probably. Didn't yeah. they just go after some video game for the name being too close to... Jeez. Yeah, something. I man. don't know. Some shit like that. I don't think it was actually the band itself. But, but the... Yeah. the the suits <clears throat> yeah of yeah. course of course it is uh anyway that was released january of 2018 uh and you can find that at ironborn.bandcamp.com it's still crazy that we we find things say from like a year or two ago that we just miss it's like fuck like Dude, it's impossible there, yeah. there's so much happening out there it, it's legitimately impossible to keep up with all of it Gee. we try this fucking artwork <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah i'm i'm kind of excited uh, did you give a band camp yes i did i'm an idiot all right all good good uh, job frank <laughs> this next one i'm pretty excited to talk about tom why don't you go ahead and enroll that Just from listening to that, I can, in my head, smell how sweaty that show is. <laughs> uh, I just like how completely ridiculous oh. the whole thing is. Uh, so that was the track, What, You Don't Like Fun? Off of the album Attack by Cockpunch. Which I, I'm going to have to listen to this entire thing when yep. we're done, because some of these song titles are just too fucking great to, to ignore. Oh my god. <laughs> also, the, the album art with a, you know, a rooster with some boxing gloves. And, <laughs> and buildings falling behind it. And, a, <laughs> and, and on a fire. Gut, and, and a gut tattoo that just says, attack. 
good. Which conveniently is the name of the album. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you can find that at cockpunch.bandcamp.com. So you mean they didn't have to put any numbers or anything after that? Nothing. Yeah. This is this cock is punch wasn't the, taken. The cock punch. Uh, That's astonishing. <clears throat> it kind of is. Yeah. A little, little bit. Yeah. That'd be, you know, in the realm of, of goofy hardcore band names, you would have thought someone would have tackled that. Well, I guess it was that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Perfect. I got uh, I have one more here. This is going to be a total left-hand turn from everything else I brought in. Tom, go ahead and roll it. <laughs> Country metal? Like, uh, yeah, how'd you like that banjo? I fucking loved it. That's It's probably my only complaint on this album is that there's not uh, even more banjo than there Damn already it. is. There's banjo. It's not just in that track. Okay. I just want more of it. Yeah, and also that fucking, like, they brought the riff and the riff was good. <laughs> like, oh. That was beautiful. Yeah, so that was the title track off of the album Ruralizer by Tombstone Highway. Ruralizer? Ruralizer. God damn it. I'm I'm not entirely convinced by this by this track, honestly, but I will say that I am digging the cover art for this. And yes, Ruralizer is a fantastic band name. Well the the band name, name yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, sorry. All good. Just didn't want to confuse people. 
Uh, they are based out of Italy. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. What? No fucking shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, didn't see that coming, did you? No, not at all. So an Italian band taking obvious cues from Black Label Society and American folk music. Playing metal. Yeah, and I mean, check out the rest of it, dude. There are some fucking ZZ Top riffs on this bitch. Like, they... What a fucking beautiful time to be alive. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Yeah. We live in quite the timeline. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, I just like hearing different influences. Uh, it was actually, it was a really good point. I was watching the, the fucking, uh, oh my God, why am I, uh, Joe Rogan uh, had fucking Rob Zombie on recently. And uh, generally, I could give two fucks about what Rob Zombie thinks about music. I like some of his stuff. It's fun. Right. But he puts on a great show, though. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I, I don't doubt that. Uh, I will say, I, I do wish I could have seen White Zombie during the gold, like the golden days of their career. I'm willing to bet that would have been fantastic. But he made a really good point when someone comes to him from a band and says, "Oh yeah, we're really into." you know, uh, these couple bands or this genre. And he's like, Oh cool. I bet you sound like that. Like, <laughs> so it's, it's really fun to hear someone taking crazy shit like banjos and fucking, you know, whether it be Sabbath riffs or ZZ top riffs and putting it into something just a lot different. Uh, it's fun. I dig it, but you can find them at agoniarecords.bandcamp.com. Highly recommend checking that album out. Oh, Agonia? That is a label I'm pretty familiar with. I believe I've brought in a couple of Agonia bands, yeah. I think so, yeah. I recognize oh. the uh, the label logo when I found them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're pretty big. So, <sighs> uh, Who's up next? That's me. All right. So starting things off with a, a Donnie recommendation. Um, and this isn't your normal... Your normal slam fair that we would uh, be going into so this is an act goes by the name of mass warship and we're going to listen to a bit of the track spiritual destitution tom <laughs> Right on. 
fucking drop kick someone. Right? <laughs> like, it might not be the the slam noodles, but that's fucking heavy and aggressive. Yeah. The, that, like, pounding rhythm of it just gets you fucking going. I'm I'm not a big fan of the production on the guitars. Uh, it's something about it kind of bothers me. I wish that could have been worked on a little more. But I will say I I am liking the riffs. And by the way, the bass tone, I will say, Ooh, is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. It's just something something about their production on their guitars just really rubs me the wrong way. Just I feel like if that had been worked out a little more, this would have been fucking excellent. It, I still it's fucking it's amazing. This is a uh, this was a two track like demo released in January 2018. The reason yeah. it was brought up, uh, Donnie pointed out that the f- their debut album uh, released today on iTunes. Oh, shit. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's nice. not on Bandcamp, but uh, I believe it's just a self-titled. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, I plan on checking that out. Yeah, I have to hunt that down. Um, if you want to go to the, just check out this, this two-songer, you can go to massworship.bandcamp.com. Mm. Oh yeah, and don't worry, we're not done yet. <laughs> no, far from it. So this next one bringing in goes by the uh, the act goes by the name of Harlot's Grip. Now I'm gonna give a little <clears throat> instruction here. I'm not the biggest fan of the vocals, but everything else is is fantastic. Tom, let's play that. you said that i was expecting like something really terrible so no the thing is 
the it's not that the vocals are like bad or anything like that. It's just that the level that everything else is at, I want the vocals at that same right. Yeah, it does kind of drown everything out. Yeah, my I think my problem. Okay, look, uh, I I completely agree with you. And this, this is where I get into constructive criticism mode because that is something that I feel like we do occasionally have to do on this show. The music is fantastic. Utterly perfect. Wouldn't change a thing about it. Here's the thing about the vocals to me, though. I see what they're going for. Like, I look, I've listened to my share of new wave of British heavy metal. I get what they're doing here. I really do. But, man, I really just need like three or four times the gusto. Yes. That was and a big part of it. I, I need the, like the vocals here. I, I think that, look, I'm just going to come out and say it. They aren't nearly enthusiastic enough. That's the thing. I feel like he's got them. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I feel like he just needs to let loose on it. Let the it fucking is, go. Like, yeah, look, I, I mean, maybe there was an attempt to show restraint here, but you know what? Sometimes showing restraint, ain't necessarily a good thing yeah because i mean the pitch is good he's he's on like there's there's nothing technically wrong with it yes he's staying in key and he's he's doing really well but man i need this to be because here's the thing about new wave of british heavy metal and power metal just all those styles they are built I feel entirely on being over the top and this is not going over the top. This it, is not going as far as it should. It needs to soar. Yes. And yes. right now it just kind of, it's just kind of hovering. It, it's gliding. No. It's, it's just, it's gliding right now. So, I mean, this is not me trying to be a prick to their vocalist. I'm really not. It's just, man, I want to hear you just belt this shit out. I think he's I got feel, more than yeah. he's given us. Yes. Um, I think so, too. I completely agree. And even with that, still, go and go and listen to this uh, this four-track. I don't know if you consider it like a, a demo. or they, even, they classify themselves as an early 80s metal, new wave of British heavy metal-inspired recording project from Cleveland, Ohio. And yeah. what they said, God, the fucking drive. Uh, also, that song was In the Teeth of... God damn it. In the Teeth of the Tempest. Um, and... God, all four of these are bangers. Yeah, man, there's there's ass loads of potential here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's uh, I mean, I they got the style. Yes, they got the style. They got the style and the swagger, and they 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 understand this band clearly understands their source material. Yes, they're clearly very very familiar with it. They know what they're supposed to be doing. It just, <clears throat> I need, I need them to. I need them to take that one last little step. I need, they need to give themselves that last little push to just go really, really into it. And I get the feeling that if they do, they will be fucking unstoppable. It's easy, uh, especially as a vocalist to get in your own head about it and sing quieter because you're nervous. I've done it myself a million times because it's not like a fucking, like with a guitar, it's, it's out of volume. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, turn it up and you put but there's there's something about when it's coming from internally it's and and that's what i'm hearing is like this dude who can probably fucking rip but just isn't quite doing it yet well we'll also give credit on i will say the vocalist is also the guitarist yeah which also could be part of why like 
I mean, playing and singing definitely makes both harder. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, to get a hold of that, go to harlotsgrip.bandcamp.com. Yeah, go show some support for this. I yes. wanna, I wanna hear where these guys go. All yeah. right, I got one more for you. Oh, buddy. Oh yeah, going all the way to Columbia for this one. Tom, play that track. listed immediately that makes me so happy uh that Man, was you, yeah i was gonna say you want to talk about some fucking enthusiastic vocal delivery jesus yeah that that, that guy that guy got uh, maybe a little too into it <laughs> <laughs> so that was the track incarnation of sin off the album black mass by bloodlust and oof, if there's anyone doing black and speed metal right it's these guys this is and this is their fucking debut album. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it's crazy that like, you know, nowadays you can you can do that with so little support and and make an album that good as your debut. It is fucking insane. Um, it this is this is this is eight tracks that never fucking let up. Like it. And like I said, for their fucking debut, like it, I have no complaints with, uh, like sound quality, anything like that. Like this is insane. Yeah. Uh, fuck man. You also got great tracks such as Necrovision and Demonized Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Uh to get a hold of this, go to bloodlustspeedmetal.bandcamp.com. Also, this was released 
May this year. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. All right. And I believe as far as physicals, there is a cassette, which I'm going to be purchasing, a C and a CD. There you go. Oh, buddy. There you go. Uh, I believe that brings it to me, doesn't it? It, it sure does. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually going to start off kind of silly today. So this is, a, this is a demo for a band I just discovered today. Uh, a friend of mine actually did the cover art, which is really fucking cool. But um, this this is going to come with uh, a kind of caveat uh, like Frank's in that the vo like the vocals here, you might not love them. I don't love them myself, but I feel like this band still has a lot of potential. But what? let's just skip talking about it uh, until after we've heard it. So Tom played it. God, that was beautiful. I I, <laughs> I get what they're doing there. Uh, and if anything, this is actually kind of the opposite where I, I, I would yeah. like the vocals to be brought forward a bit more in the mix. Well, that's that's well, it's not the exact same caveat. I should be clear about that. I would actually very much like these vocals to be mixed higher. And uh, I don't know, stylistically... Like, again, I can see what they're going for, and I think it's really promising, but, you know, I feel like a little bit of tweaking, maybe even just even just a little more gusto in the vocals, and I would fucking love it. Yeah. The goddamn, the, the, fucking, the fucking instrumentation. God, so fucking good. It also, yeah. it's making me wonder why I, like, it's like, why don't I own a Stein yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't own any beer steins, and I feel like I really should get some. Same. I know, man. Let's let's go buy let's go buy matching beer steins. Whoa, now that's a little bit of a commitment, there, pal. Yeah, well, you know what? It's about time you made one. Nah, I'm a free bird, bitch. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was just fucking crazy. I don't know that. That was the band Morgul Blade. Of course, you got to have a fucking Lord of the Rings reference. <laughs> and that was 
that was off of the two the two track demo harbingers of power in the world's end and the track was called the five right out at dawn also a lord of the rings reference um, pretty fucking cool uh, am i really correct they're from philly yes awesome yeah I, I actually meant to bring that up thank you for reminding me some uh local boys to you so yeah that's my first bring of the day some mm. uh traditional power metal good stuff good stuff hope to hear more from them uh now uh now that we got that done and over with let's go back to what i really do here tom play it Yeah, that uh I like that. Yeah. Well yeah you do because it's fucking great and I only bring in great shit. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> Alright, enough of me being cocky. But man, I can't fucking believe I didn't know about this band until like the other day. That was Oxygen Destroyer. Jesus, what a fucking name. Off of their album, Bestial Manifestations of Malevolence and Death. That track was called Subsumed Within the Bowels of the Perennial Monstrosity. And yes, you are looking at the description correctly. This is a band centered around fucking Japanese kaiju movies. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. And it is as big, mean, nasty, and aggressive as Godzilla, Gamera, Gigan, all of them. It's... Oh, it's so fucking perfect. I mean, this album art is fucking killer. Yeah, I need that shit on a fucking shirt. That's that's a hint to the guys from Oxygen Destroyer. Make shirts, please. Yeah, I would buy one. Yeah, I would really fucking like one. Uh, And CDs, please. Please make CDs. Yeah, you can go over to oxygen-destroyer.bandcamp.com and you can go pick up yourself. Uh, actually, they have a couple of different vinyl variants uh, for $20. You can get one in black, uh, blue, or splatter green. Hey, there's a, there is a limited edition CD. Where? I don't see it. If you look to the right underneath the remastered vinyl edition, oh, there's the album okay. again. There's 18 oh. remaining. Oh, buddy. Oh, and I get paid again. I might have to order this. This is really fucking good. 
Oh, God, I really hope they have a few left when I can pay it again. So, yeah. I'm going to buy again. all of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're just going to have a bunch of copies of a format you don't even use or listen to. I got a CD player in my car. Yeah, but that would just make you an idiot, Frank. Nah, make me yeah. a bastard, man. That's what I do. No, I mean, to be fair, it would make you more of an idiot. But, yeah, again, Oxygen-Destroyer. .bandcamp.com. Go check it out. This is a really fucking good album. Alright. Well, that would bring us to a segment. Some might say the most important segment. Some might say the segment. That would be the brutal bruise. Oh, yeah. We're uh we're going back to 1995 with this one. Look Damn. at this fucking album cover. Wait, hold on, hold on. That's like the alternate album cover. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Tom, play this. That was the track of Dream and Drama from Moonspell's debut album, Wolfheart. I'm looking oh. at the original cover, and it's literally oh. just Six Wolf Moon. Yep. I know. I was about to say, it's just a nastier version of Three Wolf Moon. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, for anyone who doesn't know, Moonspell is known for being in the, uh, the gothic metal uh, genre, and... This album did nothing at all to like. There was no subtlety with the the no. uh, gothic additives to it. It was in your face. It was just dripping with it, overflowing completely. Like, and f I'd say like fifteen year old me ate it up so hard. It's, it, yeah, it, they just. It's so cheesy. It's like they dropped it in a fondue pot. 
Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> even even revisiting it now, it's like, no, I still fucking love this. Like, it its cheesiness is part of its fun. Uh, its oh, charm. absolutely. Like, like, if you're going to do this, fucking go all out. Just go the whole nine and do it. Um, yeah, don't try to don't try to take it and make it quote unquote cool. Mm-mm. No, oh god, no. Um, it, it never works. Yeah, uh, I mean, how do you? How exactly do you make this quote unquote cool though? You might, yeah, you might as well just ride with it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna love it that much more if you do. There's- exactly. Um, there's there's straight up like there's moments where it's straight just synth bass and drum parts in a song like (laughs) and like it's fucking beautiful i love every minute of it see look a quick quick little tangent here i feel like there is actually something to be said for bands who just embrace silliness who, Hmm. who realize like just how kind of like silly and over the top the sound they're going for is and they just totally embrace it there is a sincerity and a charm in that that even when I don't particularly like the style the band is going for, which, okay, I'll be honest, I've never been a Moonspell fan. Like, this is not a band I've ever enjoyed, to, frankly. But you know what? I will say, at least in, in the clip you're showing me here, there is, like, there, there is a devotion. to They're committing to the bit. And I mm-hmm. have to respect them for it. It is yeah. charming. I mean, you're. Talk- it is very charming. You're talking to two fucking shameless Hammerfall fans. <laughs> so, you know, you know what I've, you know what I've been listening to Blind Guardian somewhere far beyond very all nice. fucking week long. I just remember it, well because I found out that Demons and Wizards are coming out with a new album, and I yep. fucking love that band. <laughs> love them, fucking love them, and I can't fucking wait. And oh my god. I'm going to miss their only U.S. tour date ever. The the only uh, gripes that people usually have with this album, keep in mind, it's their debut album, is on the kind of more like towards the second half of the album. There's, they have some lengthy songs, and sometimes it feels like they're just throwing stuff as mm. much as possible together, which it's their debut album. They're still figuring shit out. Yeah. Like, and it's still, I still say, overall is fantastic. Well, I mean, it's really hard to have a fully solidified idea of what you're going for as a band In just your... going to it. Yeah. I mean, usually, I feel like usually what debut albums accomplish is not is not so much that. It's more, it's the, the energy and the enthusiasm that debut albums often have mm-hmm. that, like, that really kind of... Because, you know, everyone, you know, the you hear that phrase all the time. It's like, oh, yeah, the debut, the debut, the debut, the debut. And you know what? Even when you look back and you realize that a band's debut album isn't particularly good, you can sometimes still enjoy them because you're like, yeah, there's there's uh, a fresh enthusiasm here. There's a desire to really get something going. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's like Bonded by Blood. To be honest, not a particularly good album. It's really not. But you know what? There is an enthusiasm there that can't be denied. Exactly. Now, there needs to be a beer to go with this album. Yes. What are you going to pair with it? Ah, oh, well. A we cup need... of, of fucking Velveeta cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no. But Duclaw Brewing, 
not exactly known for their uh, subtlety in their beers. No. Um, they are responsible for sweet baby Jesus, after all. Yes. And they do a series known as the Patriarchy. And what? this... Yeah, I'll explain a little bit. Uh, this uh, release is the Tiramisu Imperial Stout. Jesus. Oh, yeah. So It's fucking delicious. You've got a, a Russian Sounds- Imperial Stout as the base with a fuck ton of vanilla and uh, cocoa added to it. And then what you have is a... And coffee. And coffee, yes. And then what you have is a insanely sweet and coffee and chocolate in your face 8.5% stout well you know i got to hand it to them um, cuz i think one of the one of the more popular examples of like a uh, a pastry stout would be southern tears creme brulee yes um, when that first came out like every it was hugely popular um, the the problem with that is you know you you buy the 750 milliliter bottle uh and you drink one glass and then you throw the rest out because it's it's insane it's it's delicious but you you really it's just too much um this is impressive in that it is very sweet Mm -hmm. as far as like a beer sweetness goes but it's it's not that obnoxious over sugary uh sugary like i can drink this and not feel gross right it's still i still think this is a one can a yeah a a day thing like you don't go back for a second can of this in the same day because it is very rich it is it's very bold again there's nothing subtle about this no like i said mainly it's the first thing that hits you in the face is coffee and chocolate followed by vanilla. Like, mm-hmm. And I have no issue with that. Um, Sam, you were asking about the whole pastryarchy thing. Yeah. So there's a, uh, a beer guy. I, I found out about him through Instagram called don't drink beers. And he hates uh, the idea of pastry stouts, you know, adding vanilla and all these other stuff to all this sugary stuff to beer. He's like, it's not needed. It's insane. So he sold shirts that said smash the pastryarchy. Some brewers such as Duclaw decided, nah, fuck this. We're embracing this. Like people like this, this style of beer We're this over the top sweet dessert stout. We're going to keep making it. We love it. And kind of agree with them when it's done right this as such as this it's fucking delicious Mm. yeah well that's exactly it this is it done right after you know um and not to bash it the 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 southern tier creme brulee was a very impressive beer at the time Mm -hmm. um but that was sort of right at like the the birth of this whole thing of doing these sort of uh pastry beers yep if you will um this is this is the the sinatra mm-hmm. this is all of the kinks have been worked out uh and it's and and they've got it down and they're just doing it right i'm pretty sure in this series they also have a i think they have a pecan pie one they have a uh i think they have a pumpkin pie stout like yeah. Yeah, I, I need to try both of those. 
Agreed. So, do yourselves a favor. Pick up a four-pack of Duclaw's The Patriarchy Tiramisu Imperial Stout. Throw on Moonspell's Wolfheart and have yourself a good time. Fucking A. I'll be, I'll be honest, I'd never heard of pastry beers before tonight. Really? So... I'd never heard of it. Back in the day, it was... All these were filed under dessert stouts. Um, dessert stouts. So the the sweet ones with vanilla and cocoa added to them. Yeah. Um and then like I said that pretty much I think it, it's partially the blame because his complaint I think actually led to the brewers kind of going towards it. Okay. The the term the term itself pastry stout. It's pretty much trying to resemble mm-hmm. either uh, some sort of baked good or a candy bar. Yeah, which isn't that. Cra- I mean, the the banana bread stout's been around forever. Yeah. Um, it just wasn't like it was sort of a novelty. It mm-hmm. wasn't until like the past, yeah, five to maybe eight years that you know it started really taking on a life of its own as a style. Hmm. Hmm. There what you a, go. Got like, a little, got a just, little lesson with the brutal brews today. Yeah, I was gonna say I uh, got some history with my beer today. Yeah. Um. So before we get into the one post article we have, uh, just two that I'm gonna bring up. Two two little shows. Uh, one that I I I need to be at, and I think you need to be at. Uh is Saturday, November 2nd at 7 p.m. at Club Zero. We've got Fixation, Restraining Order, Antagonize, uh, Rule Them All, Spellrunner, and Lux. Jesus. Uh, I need to see Antagonize. I I I need, need, need to see Antagonize. I might do this, even though I'm pretty sure there's a show the night before. Yeah, you'll be all right. I'll be fine. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I need it. Uh, and Friday, November eighth, uh, it's another fucking banger uh, at Creep Records. I, I don't understand how that place survives these. Uh, we got Agitator, Point of Contact, Payback, Fire and Blood, Reign of Salvation, and Mobile Terror Unit. Oh my god! So uh, yeah, those are coming up quicker than you realize. Uh, and then you know, you got all kinds of shit coming up. I think, I think November first is the Not Loose show. I believe so. I think that's at the TLA. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fucking Not Loose, rotting out candy. Like, yeah. Oh <laughs> no, where is that? I forget where that one is. It's gonna be fucking good. It doesn't yeah, matter where. Yeah, that's true. Actually, do I have that on me? It might. Maybe. No, I don't see it. Oh, right. yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knocked loose, stick to your guns, rotting out candy, and see you space cowboy at the Jesus. TLA. Jesus. Oh, fuck uh, me. Yep. I can't. I don't know how I'm going to handle that weekend. Uh, and then, of course, let's not forget November 13th. We've got Marauder, uh, Leeway, I Am, Age of Apocalypse, Contrast of Sin, and Frost Coffin at Voltage. November's oh. going to be busy. No, I, that's not even... Yeah, that's not even all of it, and uh, and knowing those crazy bastards, 
more things might be announced. So, oh. by the way, before we get into the uh, the one piece of news, I don't know if I ever talked about Richard Brunel on the show. Did I? Uh, don't believe so. So, do you guys know who Richard Brunel is or top, was? I should say. Top of my head, no. The name's ringing a bell, but I I can't. So yeah, this this is where the show takes a real downturn. Because this is some sad, sad fucking news. Richard Brunel is the former guitar player extraordinaire from Morbid Angel, who played on Altars of Madness and Blessed Are the Sick, arguably two of the biggest and most influential death metal albums ever recorded. Uh, and he passed away oh. a few weeks ago. Uh, so I just I wanted to because this this is a because everyone who listens to this fucking show knows exactly how I feel about Morbid Angel. And man, this fucked up like my entire month when this broke. I was just like, man, fuck. like it's, it's one of those things that, you know, when it happens, you feel like you just see the world a little bit grayer after yep. that. Yeah. So hearing that waking up and finding out, Oh, fucking Richard Brunel died. Like, Oh, fucking oh, awful. Fucking awful. Ruin my day. Ruin my month. Fuck. So, yeah, just rest in peace, Richard Brunel. I know I'm really late to the fucking boat on this, but I just realized that I I was so pissed off and so depressed about it that I forgot to talk about it on the show. So, rest in peace, Richard Brunel. Everyone listening, go listen to Altars of Madness as loud as you possibly fucking can. Scare your neighbors. Piss off the neighborhood. I don't give a fuck. Just... Go go buy a bunch of beer and listen to Altars of Madness and Blessed Are the Sick all night. Fucking rest in peace, Richard Brunel. I mean, I know I'm never going to fucking forget what you did. So mm-hmm. that's all from me or Richard. So we, uh, we've got one release to bring up. And this is actually a, uh, a band that Fuck. I brought in before. Goes by the name of Don't Drop the Sword. <laughs> <laughs> so... About three days ago, they released an album, a new album called The Wild Hunt. And we're going to take a little listen to uh, the opening track. Tom?
Mm. Uh, I had to check the lyrics just because at one point the only thought that crossed my mind was, did he just say, hear the clamor from a fart? (laughs) (laughs) And I kind (laughs) of wish he did. God damn it. Like I said, you might as well go whole hog. Be in a power metal band who sings about farts. Why not? Oh, yeah. This is this is just some good like epic heavy metal. Five tracks of just fucking glory. You're gonna fucking dig this. Uh, fucking, I believe it's don't drop the sword. Uh, yep. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I, I, yeah. You know what? Who the fuck else would take? Yeah, it's unique. Exactly. But now I really want a, a fart-themed power metal band. <laughs> <laughs> call themselves like the Golden Wind or <laughs> Odin's Winds. Odin's Winds. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Ooh. Did I just? Did I just? Did I just come up with the episode title? You might have. Yeah. yeah I. I think so. <laughs> oh god <laughs> that was great though i liked that hell yeah um they're still putting out good material go like i said go to don't drop the show them some fucking love and i believe that that's what we got that'll do it for us here from the pit let me remind everyone that they can head over to fthepit.com for all of your from the pit needs uh you know you know the fucking spiel uh patreon.com slash from the pit five bucks a month gets you four bonus episodes ten bucks gets you into our discord boom boom we'll drag frank in there eventually yeah sorry (laughs) if you're listening on itunes leave us a five star and please for the love of fuck download yes on any platform downloading helps us so much guys please do it uh yeah i think that's that's all i got today all right so, it seems that we've arrived at our destination. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs> <laughs>